6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. It has been three years. May 12th, actually, will mark three years since the Chuck Egg Creek wildfire forced the evacuation of thousands of people in the high-level region. A lot of lessons have been learned from that fire and the response to it. Now, Important to note as we start this conversation that High Level serves as the emergency center for the northwest region of Alberta. It is the evacuation point for natural disasters, but the fire showed the challenges facing the community in an emergency situation. And now the community is trying to build on those lessons and be better prepared in case of a next time. Crystal McAteer is the mayor of High Level. Mayor McAteer, welcome to the show. Thank you much. I appreciate this opportunity to discuss the anniversary with you. Thinking back three years ago, uh, what goes through your mind? What What do you remember the most of, of those weeks? Uh, I remember, you know, the ominous orange glow in the sky the uh, unprecedented uh, winds that we had, uh, the extremely hot and dry weather, and uh, hundreds of helicopters flying over. Looking back, Mayor, would you say that um, that high level was was prepared for what was required of it? I mean, as I mentioned, it serves as the emergency center for that region uh, of of Alberta. Looking back, was it prepared? Uh, high level was extremely prepared. We had learned lessons from Slave Lake and Fort McMurray and Williams Lake and. We had identified our critical infrastructure, one of which was the Toco Mill, which pumps millions of dollars into the economy. And the other was the West Fraser Mill, um, as, as well as, you know, our uh, water treatment plant, our sewage lagoon. So we were well prepared. Our fire chief um, is extremely well prepared, and, and he was sprinkling houses and... Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, we were ready, but you're never ready for something like that. Uh, you know what I remember? I was heading to a conference in Yellowknife and flew up over that area out of Edmonton and watching and seeing those plumes of smoke uh, from from the sky looking down on it. It was, uh, it was just a... A bewildering sight to see and no matter how many times we see it in this province I mean it's just uh it, it's scary it's horrific at times and 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 through it all though these communities that have gone through this whether it was you know high level whether it was Slave Lake whether it is a Fort McMurray you, you take a look back and go okay you know what we were prepared we did well but these are some of the lessons that we have learned from what we've gone through what was the biggest lesson that your community learned from this? Our biggest lesson, I would have to say, is because, I mean, our people were well-prepared. They worked like a well-oiled machine. We had contacts and and fire departments from coming everywhere. The biggest factor to me is the people factor. We had our um, hospitals and our senior homes decanted, and our our people were sent all over the province mm. and many of our elders because we're an indigenous area don't even speak english and it was a very traumatic experience for them 
And uh, so we became very innovative after that in in partnerships with our Indigenous uh, friends with Dene. Yeah, let, let's. Came, oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say let's talk about that a little bit more because I think that this is the, the 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 real meat of this conversation is this this innovative and creative approach that the community is taking uh, with um, you know the your indigenous partners, uh, the community members, and in making sure that that doesn't happen again. That you know you're looking at building this emergency response facility, which would go a long way to making sure that, um, you know, people maybe are better taken care of just in case. Yeah, we feel we're best equipped to look after our people because we have some speaking Dene, some speaking Beaver, some speaking Cree, and uh, we have those supports in our community. We have the regional hospital here. Um, We have the thousand rooms and hotels where all the responders stay. But the evacuation centre is the meat of this project and it's proposed it's it's a multi-purpose facility where a field house could be turned in to an evacuation center and uh, we would be able to host probably up to 2,000 people in that facility and the rooms are equipped with the right plumbing to permit them to be used as triage Uh. rooms for medical purposes we have a commercial kitchen in there um, so it's designed in consultation with our with our DNA partners, and we would be able to provide programming for children, schooling, because our children up here lost two months of schooling from uh, from Chuck Egg, and then it just progressed for the next two years into uh, COVID. Yeah. Right now, right now we are actually hosting 1,100 people here because Chate had to evacuate. So at 6 o'clock last night, our team and the Dene team were working side by side to put these people into hotels as well as the overflow was going into our arena and the park wasn't here with beds and mats and everything. So we got it from the community and put them up there and we found blankets and and water and all sorts of things so that they could be comfortable for the night not comfortable but protected so so So, mayor what does that look like now moving forward we don't know how long they're going to be there for so how do you ensure that they're they're best taken care of those folks that have been evacuated to your community again there's a limited number of hotel rooms that sort of thing um so so what happens next well um, in consultation with the dna who are the lead on this we will do whatever we can we have a very um creative FCSS team and they will provide activities for the children, recreational activities, as well as cultural considerations for the elders and we will host those in our curling rink or in our arena. But once again, we'll have to bring the children from all these hotels that are spread all over, which isn't easy. They don't have transportation, so we will bring them with the buses and everything to the arena. But we will make sure they are well looked after because that's what we do in the North. We're old hands at this. (laughs) So once again, though, highlighting uh, this idea and the importance um, uh, of this multi-purpose community facility that 
you know, could be put into, um, you know, it could be turned around to be used for so many different things. I mean, this is highlighting that need. So where does this go right now? Uh, has there been applications to the province, to the feds? How much is this going to cost? Well, the part that we're looking for from the province is the multi-purpose centre or the evacuation centre. And it's about an ask of $25 million. The town has uh, is going to put in $16 million. $16 million. And we have, uh, we've had local philanthropists in the community are willing to step up. The forest companies are willing to step up, but we haven't really... You know, we're trying to wait and gauge the governments and see what kind of funding they're going to give us. The feds, uh, we applied to the Green and Inclusive uh, Community Building Program, and we're told we meet the criteria, but the program may be fully sub- uh, subscribed, and they don't know if there's going to be any more funding in the budget. And we've been waiting for a year to see if we get it. Hmm. And provincially, of course, there's no program but we have asked the province to be creative like we are and find funding from education, from infrastructure, from forestry, from municipal affairs. Uh, Minister Nixon stepped up to the plate and give us uh, $2.8 million from, uh, from the uh, TOCO variants that, we, that they had acquired through the, that program. And so... Yeah, we're we're asking the government to please be innovative like we are and help us with this. Well, we'll keep an eye on it and please keep us up to date on on, uh, any movement or any progress uh, on this, Mayor. I sure appreciate you taking the time to join us and and, and letting the folks down here in the south or the central part of the province, let's put it that way, (laughs) know a little bit more about what you're working on uh, in, in high level. Well, thank you very much for having me, and I really appreciate the opportunity to engage with you and and hopefully, you know, send our vision out to the people. Like, we're 900 kilometers away from Edmonton, where our last people were evacuated to, so... Yeah. Yeah, So, thank you, thank you. Has it stopped? One more question. Has it stopped snowing up there yet today? No. So I don't think we're going to have a fire this year, but, man, we're flooding all over town. Oh, man. underwater. John Doerr's underwater. Hay River's evacuating. It's crazy. Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, Mayor McAteer, we'll, we'll talk to you again in the future. Stay safe, and thanks for the update. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Yeah, you take care now, Mayor McAteer, giving us uh, insight what's happening up there. Yeah, there's there's flooding going on, and we've been talking about that in the newscast. The mayor of high level saying, hey, you know what, this is, this is what we're looking at. We need an emergency response facility up here because we're dealing with this uh, situation, whether it's flooding or fire. We're dealing with it, and we need to come up with a, a unique uh, and innovative way to help pay for it. Interesting stuff.